On the Way Home is proudly supported by Ellis Dong Community Builders, a group formed within the Ellis Dong group of companies to assist those who wish to deliver affordable and sustainable housing by providing development management services and leveraging Ellis Dong's turnkey cradle-to-grave project capabilities. We incorporate all that a world-leading development, construction, and building services company has to offer to provide innovative and sustainable developments that connect and energize communities. Our offering is not simply a development and construction solution. It's a holistic and comprehensive approach that ensures the delivery of assets that communities can be proud of. To learn more, please visit www.communitybuilders.ellisdon.com. We at On The Way Home would like to acknowledge the original stewards of whose lands this podcast is recorded on. In York Region, we recognize we're on the traditional territories of the Wendat, the Haudenosaunee, and the Anishinaabe peoples, and that this is the treaty lands of the Mississaugas of the Credit. And in Vancouver, we acknowledge that we are on the unceded territories of the Coast Salish peoples, the Musqueam, Squahomish, and Tsleil-Waututh, whose presence on these lands continue to this day. probably wondering what is that new voice. My name is Meg Shanks Marshall. I've been on the podcast a couple times before, but today I'm privileged to be our guest host. We have a very special episode today. This year, as many of you know, On the Way Home was launched as a collaboration between Blue Door and the Canadian Alliance to End Homelessness. And I'm excited to talk about what a great year it's been and look back on some of our favorite moments. I wanted to highlight a few accomplishments before we get started. So just to remind everybody, we released our first episode on February 11th, 2021, and we had a wonderful guest, Mayor Don Iveson. Since then, we've recorded over 50 episodes, and all of our uh, episodes have had over 50,000 listens on all platforms, which we should just take a moment and celebrate. That is amazing. And each of our episodes have had 1,700 listens on average, which is amazing. We've had an incredible amount of growth this year and we are very proud and very grateful. Speaking of being grateful, I wanted to give a huge thank you to our growing listeners who have been so kind and so passionate over this year. And we'd also like to thank our sponsors. We couldn't make this podcast happen without you and we are so grateful for your support. You can find out more about our sponsors on our website. And if you're interested in becoming a sponsor yourself, please visit onthewayhome.ca. Now, I am pleased to introduce Michael and Stefania, who are of course here and ready to talk about some of their favorite things this last year. So welcome, Michael and Stefania. Oh, thank you for having us on the show today. <laughs> what a surprise, what a surprise. <laughs> I'm just honored to be here. I mean, I've been hoping that- This is a privilege. A, yeah, as a host, someday we'd be asked to be a guest. <laughs> Amazing, well, we are so happy um, you're here. Sorry, I'm going to start with our first question here. What has surprised you most this year? I'm going to start with you, Stefania. What surprised me <laughs> most this last year? <laughs> I wasn't expecting this question, um, but <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, you know, I think like all joking aside, I think what 
I have, a, I had a few surprises. The first one was how amazing it's been to work with both you and Michael on this show. I really don't think I ever expected that it would be this easy or this fun. Um, and so it's been really such a joy, um, doing this podcast. Um, I think Michael and Meg, you'll remember that it was kind of a shock to me when I was asked to do it. Uh, we had expected it to be Tim Richter. Um, and then in a meeting, he decided that was a good time to let me know he thought I should do it instead. Um, and I'm really glad I said yes. Like, I think this has just been such a highlight of my day of my week, um, yeah, so I think the biggest surprise was that. And then, of course, the other surprise is just uh, the willingness of the guests that we have on who come on, are ready to talk to us and get into it and talk about issues that we all care about. I think that's been a really, like, again, another delightful surprise. Yeah, Meg, I could talk about the surprises here. I mean, we, we had a, a podcast right out of the blue um, and we were really, we were really uh, excited to work with the Canadian Alliance on Homelessness um, and to have an actual person who's a professional journalist <laughs> come on the show, I think added a touch of class and uh, really upped uh, the quality of the show. Uh, honestly, it, it's been, a, it's been a real pleasure. That's not surprising. That didn't surprise me. Um, I think you know, we always worry about, are we going to have enough guests to fill this weekly show? Is there enough content? Is there, there's never a lack of content. We have some brilliant people across the country who very rarely do you get told no when you ask them, hey, would you like to come on and talk about your work, your challenges, etc." People always say yes. And, and you know, I think uh, Steph and I just nerd out with this stuff and, uh, and we love chatting with our guests. Uh, There's pretty serious stuff that we talk about when we're talking about health, housing, um, and, and, you know, just the pieces around it, but we make it a lot of fun. Uh, and it's, it's so cool to see that the energy in this sector, uh, people, the passion of people in this sector, uh, gives me a lot of hope for the future. Amazing. I totally agree. I think one thing that really surprised me this year was that we had Biff naked as a guest, <laughs> I think mostly because I was just a huge fan <laughs> and so thrilled to get to email and correspond with her. And I think, a lot of other guests have, have filled that as well, and it's been really cool to meet them and listen to all their experiences. I'm going to move on to our second question now, which is, what have been your favorite moments? Stefania, we'll get you to start again. <laughs> um, you know what? <laughs> My favorite moments... Um, I think come down to sort of also who have been some of my favorite guests. And I think anytime um, I get to geek out with somebody about some obscure issue or, you know, something that uh, they've been through um, and then they're speaking, you know, that truth to power, those have been some of my absolute favorite moments. And it's hard because I kind of want to answer what I know is going to be the next question with this answer. But anytime that we, um, come to an understanding or are able to make each other laugh, you know, sort of as Michael said, like what we talk about a lot of the time is, is very hard and harrowing issues that affect um, people every day, you know, housing crisis, the homelessness crisis, the opioid crisis. These are all things that we have had the privilege to talk to some of the leading experts and voices, um, lived experts as well. I think that has just been uh, why 
this podcast has been such a highlight and joy for me is that we have so many meaningful conversations. So it's hard for me to narrow down. You know, I was thinking about this question in particular, like I was really running up against it and trying to think of like a particular quote or a particular moment, but it's so hard because there are just so many incredible people and conversations that we had that I think when we laugh together, when we um, are sort of jiving or bonding over a particular thing, those have been some of the moments that like keep me coming back for more. And I think uh, some moments for me really I think about a period of time, right? So this show, we, we kind of know week to week what guests and we're going to have these guests in. And around uh, in the summer, I think late summer, just before the election in September, we decided to do election series, which meant we were going to do five or six additional podcasts on top of what we do. Uh, that was some of my favorite moments because that was a lot of podcasting, but it was brilliant. I mean, we had uh, people from Elections Canada. We had people, you know, talking about renters' rights, and it was just a flurry of activity, and it was so much fun. And the whole vote for housing movement, and you know, hats off to the Canadian Alliance on Homelessness, the CHRA, and everyone involved, because I really do credit them with housing was top of mind for Canadians this election. And I don't know if it would have been had this campaign not happened. And it was so cool to uh, use this this. Um, as a like have a platform for it on our podcast right uh so that was one of my favorite moments of the year or just those unplanned moments where you say hey you know what this is important we need to do this hey let's throw six together and uh, find the time and we did just that and uh, i think it was impactful amazing yeah and i know i know i'm the host here and supposed to be asking you the question but i i don't want to not mention that one of my favorite moments this year is i sat in on a couple interviews for a new staff at blue door and more than one person, a few people mentioned the podcast as part of their research into the job or part of why they were interested. And that's just so amazing. That's exactly what we want, right, is to be reaching those people that are in our field and doing the work uh, and then also interested in getting involved and actually taking the action too. So I just wanted to mention that it's, it's a huge pat on the back for you guys for hosting and, and just for our whole team, which is awesome. Our next question is about guests. So, who were your favorites? What did you like about them? What did we learn? Yeah, I'm uh, happy to jump in again. Um, you know, I had some <laughs> big favorite guests this year. Um, I think Mumilak was probably like a number one conversation for me because it was so raw and so honest. And again, that truth to power you know, I think her like historic um, run as an MP and what she came up against talking about racism um, at the federal level that she experienced is such an important conversation that I hope continues on. And I'm so excited to see what she does next as well. And then I think Biff Naked was just like a fun teen girl fan moment for me. She was one of my go-to artists uh, when I was young. And then just to find out that, you know, because it's dangerous to kind of meet your heroes. You know, I think we've all had those moments where you're like, oh, but she was not like that at all. Just an incredibly kind, sweet and funny person. So humble. So, so cool. And I think like, you know, it's hard. It's a hard question because we wouldn't ask anybody on that 
we don't really want to talk to or that we're not really interested to hear from. So I think all of our guests kind of have uh, bring something special and original to the podcast. But yeah, Mumilak, Biff, um, and yeah, it's just 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 been so many Sakani, um, you know, from a you know just a friendship from the downtown east side, and Garth Mullins uh, was a powerful voice to talk about the opioid crisis. So so yeah, those are some of my favorites. Sorry, I can go on and on. Yeah, those are those are good picks, Steph. Um, I mean, just the passion, you know, uh, it, for Biff, you know. Uh, our producer Mike often talked about, you know, she saying she's the nicest person in showbiz you'll ever meet. And you think, you know, it's not just an act, not a, just genuine. Ashley wants to know how you're doing. It's always so professional, so uh, personable and nice. And just, you know, a real balanced uh, person, a class act who, who wants to do good things for humanity. I love speaking with Garth because it's an area I don't know much about. So he really educated me. I'm like, wow, I had no idea. And I learned a lot. Um, big for me, I think, when I'm looking at favorite guests, it's just around humility, right? And I think three of our guests were in the healthcare field. Again, not my area, but it overlaps, of course. That's why we, we chat with them. But even Dr. Like Ian Turnbull, this is a guy who was like chief of staff and at Ottawa's largest hospital instead of retiring. He's like, why would I retire when there's a need? And went on to run their, their family health clinic for people experiencing homelessness. It's incredible. And just that down, again, when we tried to call him Dr. Turnbull, he's like, please, just call me Jeff. You know, it's just really down to earth. Um, and then you have uh, um, Andrew Bazzari and uh, Nahid Dasani, you know, just again, two humble guys who are working so hard uh, to make sure our most vulnerable are taken care uh, take care. And again, to us, thanking us for our work and thanking, you know, and just, just incredibly passionate people who have had huge impact during the pandemic, even more so uh, than, than uh, normal. Um, so yeah, very good. And then we have like, I, my, I, like our colleagues in the sector who nerd out about this stuff as much as we do, you know, like Aaron Day, uh, Caitlin Schwan, Lalani, who Lalani is brilliant, but she's also brilliant, brilliant, brilliantly funny. Um, and has a great sense of humor and, and, you know, makes time uh, in her schedule to come on and chat about this stuff and really educate us as well. Um, so it's, yeah, it's a, it's a ton of fun. Um, and, and like the humility of all these people who have done so much and are making huge change uh, happen really blows me away all the time. Construct, a social enterprise by Blue Door, provides high-quality residential and commercial construction and property services in the greater Toronto area. More than a business with a heart, Construct is a real solution to preventing and ending homelessness. Through its eight-week paid skills trades training program, Complete with wraparound supports and on-the-job work experience, Construct lifts people out of poverty and into opportunity. To hire Construct for your next project or learn more about Construct's employment program, visit constructgta.ca. Yeah, we can. What about you, Make the Temp? We you're, you're not just the host. You're part of this family. You're, you're Make the Temp. You, you jump in there and save us. So you're a bit of a hero. Thank you. you. I mean, I think it's so hard because as you both said, we've had such an amazing list of guests to come on. I think one that's been great is this new partnership we have with CMHC. We've had some great discussions around the housing supply challenge, around solutions labs, with, which have been really good um, educating people not only in the sector, but people that don't know much about it. I think the vote housing episode was also really, really interesting. Um, 
we've had so many wonderful guests, but um, some of my favorites as well were Nahid and Mumalak also. Just so passionate about what they're doing and passionate about housing and homelessness in Canada. And it just continues to inspire us to keep going. We just want to keep having these conversations and the guests really are so much of the heart of this podcast. And so each one of them brings something different, but definitely important to highlight our favorites. I'm going to move to our next question now. What are your goals for 2022? Are there any dream guests we would like to have on? Michael, I'm going to start with you. You mean like personal goals? So I'm going to drop 50 pounds. Um, I'm going to grow a mullet. Oh, no. Okay. So if we talk about You don't need to do for... any of those things. <laughs> Just the mullet. Um, I want to build on momentum. I think we have a lot of momentum with this show. Uh, we recently found out that uh, Ryerson University for one of the, for their um, course around homelessness uses this podcast uh, weekly for assignments, which is very humbling and, and that that's what it's for. We want to create awareness and education uh, around homelessness and health. And, and, and I think we're, we're, we're making some waves and I want to build on that momentum uh, in, in 2022. And, you know, uh, I think we can do that. And I think when I talk about dream guests, uh, we, we've always tried to, we'd love to get um, the Prime Minister of Canada on here just to talk about housing plan, what housing, I'd love to ask him that question. <laughs> what is homing to you, right? As well as, you know, uh, the counterparts of different parties, right? Jagmeet Singh, Aaron O'Toole, the new leader of the Green Party, which escapes my mind right now, but uh, would love to have uh, everyone on and just chat more about that. These are some change makers that I'd like to have on. And here's a surprise one that we tried to fish for about a year ago. I'd like to have Bon Jovi on. Now, what's his connection? Well, uh, I was listening to a podcast with Bon Jovi a while back, and he was talking about that is what he's passionate about is ending homelessness. And he was uh, connected through uh, Sister Mary Scullion out of New Jersey, who is a nun who's been in the field for years and, and uh, got him involved. And he does some great work around that. So it'd be fun to have uh, John Bon Jovi on talking about meeting some heroes. I mean, he's no Biff naked, but it'd be great to have him on. I think that's a really fun answer. Yeah, that'd be that would be interesting. And we could have Bon Jovi and that'd be like, Trudeau, like, are you really going to let him upstage you? Come on. Um, so some of my goals for the podcast for 2022, uh, I think and it's something that we've talked about is, is trying to do more series. You know, I know Michael talked about how we did the election series and I thought that really turned out great. Um, and we did it sort of under the wire because we wanted it to come out before election day and it was already a really short period of time to vote. So I think it'd be really cool to pick a few more, um, like topics that are affecting us. So, you know, ending chronic homelessness or uh, solutions to encampments, um, anything that's sort of empowering people with lived experience and uh, involving those voices more. I think it's hard for me. I was thinking about this like dream guests. Oh my gosh, trying to like uh, conjure some names. And I think, Michael, you touched on some ones like I agree with. I think it would be interesting to kind of uh, have some, you know, top politicians in that we could, you know, pick their brains, but maybe like the journalist and me hold their feet to the fire a little bit as well and kind of be a voice for the sector and push what we need as well, uh, conversationally and respectfully, of course. But I think um, I'd also like to have more guests on, you know, as we work towards like 
dignity, inclusion, and diversity. Um, having folks who uh, like our disability experts, people living with disabilities who are fighting for equitable housing, that's something I would really love to have more voices on and talk about, you know, sort of the state and the solutions and what's at stake. And uh, yeah, I think that's kind of where my brain is going for, for 2022 as it gets really noisy in my background, sorry. <laughs> But yeah, I'm I'm just really excited because it's just been incredible. This is our 49th episode, which is amazing. Mm -hmm. We've recorded more than 50, Meg, as you noted. But yeah, Meg, what are what are some of your goals for the podcast next year and some dream guests? Yeah, thank you. Those are those are such great ideas, and I've been trying to sneakily write them down so that I remember and don't forget and can put them on our plan for for the new year as we plan it out. I think your point about uh, disability and its connection to homelessness is so important. I think we need to continue to prioritize experts and lived experts in the area of health as well, because as we know it, health and homelessness are so interconnected. And so I think moving in the continuous direction that we are and just continuing to reach out and prioritize lived experts, I think as well, we've, we've done a great job this year with talking to people who have experienced homelessness and addiction themselves. And I think it's really important for us to continue that trend and, and highlight those people as well. I'm gonna move on to our next question now. This is a question uh, usually you guys ask to your guests as the first question, but we've never actually heard your answers. So I'm very interested to know what does home mean to you? I'm gonna start first and I thought about this for a while. I think when, you first, when we first think about this question, it, it seems so simple. And as you think more about it, sometimes it gets a little complicated. Um, so I tried to simplify it back down and I think I narrowed it down to three things. Home to me is safety, security, and stability. I think those words really encapsulate what it means for me. So safety, be, feeling safe in the place I'm living, feeling secure, feeling like I have people to support me, and stability, so having the idea that I'm not gonna lose the place I live, that I can count on it, and it can be there for me. Um, so I would say those, those three S's are what encapsulate home for me. But I think our listeners will be really interested to hear our hosts' uh, answers for these questions. So, Stefania, I will start with you. Yeah, it's tough. It's a tough question, you know. And I think home for me is is so many, so many things because it's sort of that first stop that allows you to live your life and uh, safely and you're able to achieve things and and just um, be connected to community. So for me, home is somewhere that um, I have full autonomy over myself, over my decisions. I can like think, feel, love who I want to love, uh, how I want to feel, how I want to think. Um, I, I have a, a place to have food. I have a place to sleep. I have a place to store um, family memories and memories of my own life and pursue my own passions. And, and in this case, work as well. It's a place where I work too. Um, it's also a place where I have my husband and my son and my, and my dog, you know, and it fits all of us and meets our needs. And I think that's so important is having housing that meets your needs and creates that space for you to be the person that you want to be. Um, 
and then I think it's it's so important uh, as well to be connected to your neighbors, to be connected to your community. And I think a home um, allows you to do that. And I say that knowing full well that, you know, encampments and people who live on the street or in shelter also have community too. And that's really, really important to acknowledge. I just think that everyone deserves a home. They deserve their own space. They deserve a place that they are warm. They deserve a place... Um, where they are with their loved ones. And yeah, I just think it's so important that home is a protected space where, where we thrive and love who we're gonna love. All, all great answers. I quite often we talk, hear a lot about uh, safety, right? That's like that safe place. When I think of, of home, um, I describe it as, as an anchor, right? Um, and that's an anchor. When you think of an anchor of a, of a boat or something that is holding you to a place, I just think it's that anchor. If I'm going to stay healthy, I need that home. You know, I'm anchoring into health, uh, employment. If I'm going to do that, it's where you start your day. It's where you end your day. Um, and it's really hard to move forward without it. And that's what home means to me. It, it really is the anchor of everything in life, family, health, um, and, and, and happiness. Amazing. Thank you both for those uh, incredibly inquisitive answers. I'm going to thank you both for joining us on the show today. I will be the new host from now on. This was actually a coup. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But uh, 2021 has been incredibly good to us. Thank you again to all of our sponsors this past year. I want to thank Michael and Stefania as well. Is there anywhere you'd like to send our listeners to learn more about the work we're doing in, in our communities or nationally? Uh, I'll go first. Yeah, so of course I'm going to plug caeh.ca, um, the organization that I come from. I also really welcome folks to check out our allied networks. You know, the uh, so womenshomelessness.ca is the Women's National Housing and Homelessness Network, as well as the National Right to Housing Network is another wonderful network. Um, to check out and support. And I think, you know, just like bear in mind that this is the coldest, one of the coldest months of the year. And there are so many incredible local organizations doing that frontline work. Uh, and I just encourage you to seek those folks out. Check out Canada Helps, I think, .org. You know, type in homelessness services and uh, your local city or community and just try to share some of that love so they can continue to do that good work as we face down a very dangerous variant that I think is going to impact us in the new year. And uh, I think folks need our help now more than ever. So that's, yeah, where I'd send you all. Very cool. And of course, go to bluedoor.ca, check out all the stuff we're doing across uh, York region, uh, both as an organization with all our partners as well. Um, listen, you know, I, I did want to give a shout out. We've got a few people that are in the two to three timers club on the podcast. Re re repeat guests. I think uh, we have you who's been on before. Uh, Cheyenne, who's I think a three, four time timer, if you count wow. out of the blue. Uh, mm -hmm. Dr. Nick. Nick Falvo, mm -hmm. uh, who's been on a couple times. Uh, Lelani, I think, is three times as well, but three-timer club. Um, but I think Shane might have uh, the title right now, <laughs> again, because we could talk with him with, uh, forever, right? Um, mm -hmm. And uh, Alina from Help Seeker, she was on, she, 
Now that's that's in a, we haven't aired that one yet, but she'll be on soon. It'll be her mm-hmm. second time on. Um, listen, you know you bring up some good points about the, this season, um, but even the pandemic. And I loved something that uh, one of our, our former guests um, was talking about in the Toronto Star, um, and she had said that, uh, and her name's escaping me now. Uh, Meg, who's our who was our guest? Or, or Steph, you'll know too. She takes pictures of. Uh, people experiencing homelessness. Oh, and, yeah. Leah Denbach. Um, it, it's escaping me, right? Leah Denbach. Yeah, she was awesome. She was the Toronto Star, and she said, and I, and I put it into perspective for me. She said, you know, when the pandemic started, we were all scrambling for toilet paper while people were scrambling for toilets, right? We all were complaining about having to stay at home while there's so many without one. To me, mm-hmm. simply put, yes, mm-hmm. this pandemic has been hard on all of us, but for our most vulnerable, you know, even harder. But if this podcast has shown us anything, there are brilliant, caring, passionate people with, as Meg pointed out, with lived experience that are, or others that are, that are doing the work. We are in good hands. There's hope on the horizon. And this is a very solvable issue. And I think, you know, with all the people we've had on the podcast, it shows uh, we can do this and we will in the near future. Maybe in 2022. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe that's hoping for too much. You know, Michael, I was thinking I was thinking that when you were asked what surprised you most, you were going to raise the fact learning that I play Dungeons and Dragons as a fully grown <laughs> adult woman child person <laughs> that I am. <laughs> but, you know, I appreciate you not doing that until just now, of course. <laughs> well, you were wearing your cloak of invisibility, which, you know, saved you yeah. six hit points. I was going to um, wear my I was going to wear a, a pin that said neutral good, which is my oh. alignment. Yeah. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I mean, it makes a lot of sense. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, you are the, the you are a total dungeon master, um, mm-hmm. badass. So great to be partnering <laughs> with both of you uh, on this podcast. A lot of fun and a lot of good things coming out of it. Absolutely. Amazing. Yeah. And I think we just want to wish everybody a safe and happy New Year. Sorry, Mike. Go ahead. No, that's. No, okay. I was going to say. There's the word. You did it. You did that. Absolutely. Oh, oh no. <laughs> I think that was going to be one of our favorite moments. <laughs> yeah. In 2022, absolutely. every time Stefania says absolutely, <laughs> we're going to donate $10 to the cost. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. I just want to take a quick minute to call out our sponsors. We mentioned how grateful we are for them, but I just want to call them out. Uh, Paul Meredith, Mortgage Realty, CMHC, that's the Canadian Mortgage and Housing Corporation, CAEH, Elliston, as well as Premier Realty and Blue Door. So thank you to those incredible sponsors this year. We couldn't do the podcast without you, and we are looking forward to continuing to work with you. So thank you so much. With that, I think we are going to close out the best of 2021 on the way home podcast episode. Thank you for joining us this year for our episodes. We are excited for next year and can't wait to see you then. I'm Andrea Askowitz. And I'm Allison Langer. 
And we are the hosts of Writing Class Radio, a podcast, but we are so much more. We have writing classes. So if you are looking for live online classes where you can join a community, write to a prompt, get feedback, and get better, check out all our classes at writingclassradio.com. And listen to our podcast wherever you get your podcasts and at writingclassradio.com. Produced by Cryer Media and distributed by the Sound Off Media Company. 